sir. Come on, everybody, get up on your feet. Everyone standing on your feet. Everybody standing on your feet. That means in the balcony, too. Y'all here, right? Everybody. That means, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, that means you, too. That means you, too. That means you, too. I want to first off just start off by thanking you for showing up this morning. Uh, wasn't this worship amazing? Come on, let's give God praise for the worship. Amen. That, that corner over there, y'all got a rebellious spirit. That's all right. Okay. I'm, I'm just playing. Y'all cool. Um, so listen, I want to um, first off thank you, North Central University, for accepting me and part of the family. Uh, this has been a um, this has been a wonderful experience and transition. And can we just pray that God just moves in this place like never before? Precious God, thank you for what you're doing in this place. Thank you for the authenticity of worship on today. Now, Lord, we pray that you would receive this time. Let it be a sweet savor unto your nostrils. And Lord, we ask that you would empower and encourage your people. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. You can sit down. You can sit down. All right. So, y'all used to me coming up here and singing and doing worship, right? And um, that's, I, I love doing that. And I was telling Vinny um, that I probably have not sang this much in all of my life, literally, because for the last 20 years, I've had the pleasure to be able to, to be the senior pastor um, at home in, in Sacramento at the Genesis Church. So I got to play the organ um, when I wanted to. And, um, and then I would, I would sing enough to just teach parts, but I would have my favorite singer in the whole wide world sing all the time. And she was our worship pastor. And um, y'all might know her as Lady Tawana Porter, my wife. She's here in the front row. Can y'all make some noise for Tawana over there? All right. So listen, all year long I've been coming to I've I've been coming to the chapels and I've kind of been getting schooled sitting over there how to be able to do this. So I've learned a few things, Jeff, uh, uh, on how we're supposed to present. So everybody says this. I want to introduce you to my family, right? Isn't that what they do? So so can I introduce you to my family, y'all? This get we. That was EJ when he was a little tyke right there, okay? And that's my son. Y'all have heard him play drums. He's 13 now. And um, so that's us. Then the next picture is just me and my wife just hanging out doing a. Don't we look cute? Come on, look at some. Give me some snaps. Y'all cute. Y'all cute. All right. And then here's the last one. This is us now. This is us now. That was our first Sunday at Cedar Valley where I have the awesome privilege and pleasure to serve there as a part of their worship team. All right, so now let's put this shameless plug in here because the, about two weeks, well, about, about three weeks ago, right? About three weeks ago, I flew back home to California and we've been working on a youth project. We do a youth conference every summer, Jeff. We do it every summer, Vinny, for 25 years. This is actually going to be the 27th year. We call it the Youth Explosion Conference. Everything from music and worship, praise and worship, dancing, um, drums, 
Woods. We bring people from the industry that travel around. We bring in Jay Hud's drummer and um, um, all these different people that have been working all over the industry. They come in, volunteer their time, and we made a project called uh, The Porter Brothers Presents the Genesis Youth Explosion Choir. And so I want you to go to Spotify, go to Amazon Music, go Google Play, and I want you to find this project, and I want you to download it. Add it to your playlist. I want you to do whatever you can do, because I want you to experience some great music. Is that all right? Is that all right? All right. So now, like I said, I have had the awesome privilege. Um, let me pause here parenthetically and say this. Um, um, let me thank Pastor, well, he's pastor to me, um, but he's President Scott Hagen. He's a great friend of mine. Can we give it up for the president of this campus and college? He's here, he's working it out, and so he told me he's going to be peeping in, and I'm going to save a story um, about him towards the end when he comes in. Um, but I've had the awesome privilege and pleasure to pastor for the last 19 years um, in Sacramento with my big brother um, and family. My, my father was a, was a pastor. Um, he went to home to be with the Lord in 1999, and um, when I was... Um, when he did that, I was his music director. I just played every weekend. I liked, that's all I did. I played the organ. And uh, my brother, he directed the choir. I started preaching. And um, no, I got that, got a little emotional right there. Anyway, um, I started preaching. And he, he came to us um, one time. And he says, um, I need help. I said, all right, well, I'm helping. You know, I ain't going nowhere. I'm, I'm, I'm helping. He said, no, I need help because I know that I'm not going to be able to do this much longer. And uh, it was in 1999. I actually, um, my dad helped, helped pick our wedding date and all those kind of different things. We weren't going to get married till 2000. And um, he said, no, something's going to happen pivotal in 1999. And I said, okay, so you know, everybody was, well, I had to talk to this generation because some of y'all were just born then, right? So uh, in 99, everybody was gearing up for the Y2K, right? The Y2K bug and all that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking, you, th you think the Lord's gonna come back? He said, no, I don't know. He said, but something major is going to happen. I got married in, we got married in May. And so this year will be 20 years since I've been married to Tawana. We've got, and, um, Unbeknownst to us, a sickness that he had came back, and in May we got married. In August, my father passed. And from that time on, I was a music major. I, 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 was, I was 20 units shy of graduating from Sac State, and I had taken a long journey. It took me a long time <laughs> to get there. And when that happened, I, went, I stopped doing music. I went to Bible college at Epic Bible College, and I learned. I said, I got to learn how to preach. I got to learn how to be a pastor. And so I did what many of you are doing right now. I just dove into the word. I dove in deep. And, um, and there were many days I wanted to stop. There were many days I wanted to quit. There were many days I wanted to give up. And from that place, I want to speak today. I want to speak today. I want to skip all the way to the, to the title. Let's go all the way to the title. All right. Um, I want you to get your Bible today. I, I want you to get your Bible today. Look at your neighbor while you're getting your Bibles. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, you're too close to give up now. Okay. You're too close to give up now. You're too close to give up now. 
The Bible says it in Philippians chapter 3, beginning at verse 13. Philippians chapter 3, beginning at verse 13. Reads like this. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth unto those things which are before me. I press toward the mark for the prize of a higher calling. Someone shout, I press toward the mark of the prize of a higher calling. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, I'm going to get a little loud. I, I tried to give y'all a little warning and give y'all a real nice kind of conversation, um, but I'm about, to, I'm about to dig in. Look at your neighbor and say, he's about to dig in. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me. Reaching forth unto those things which are before me. We're about midway through it. If I, if I, if I, if I, if I count, calculate it correctly, Aaron, we're about midway through. Midterms are hitting. Everyone got the, as, as, as Vinny said, the tired Z's, right? We, people are tired. You look around, everybody's not full. It was full on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's now Thursday. Y'all counting down for Friday. Some of y'all going to Cancun on Saturday. Okay, wait, and then, um, can I come down? Is it okay if I walk around here? All right, and so here is the thing. I'm going to sit down. Y'all sit down, too. Let me sit down, too. And, and so here's the thing. Y'all are, we're, we're tired. Can I even, professors, we're tired. We, we, is, okay, let me just, let me just take a poll of the audience since y'all want to look at me like I'm, I'm kind of talking kind of weird. Is anybody can just tell, tell truth and shame the devil that you're a little weary? You're tired. You're sitting up here saying, if I can just get through this last paper, I'm, spring breaker cometh, right? Here is one I want to let you know. Here is when you need to hunker down. I want you to take this time. And I kept praying, Lord, what, Lord, what do you want me to tell them as they get ready to go? And he said, I want you to remind them to pursue. Someone shout pursue. Now, that would be good if I would have said, say, pursue, but we are in a learning environment, right? So when the teacher gives you something, you're supposed to respond in like manner. Someone shout, pursue. We want to make sure that when you leave here, you have the right mindset to return full of vigor, full of power, full of energy to make sure that you finish the race that you started. All right. Ain't nobody over here going to work with me. I'll walk on over this way. You walking with me? You good? You good? We good? All right. All right. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. That means you actually have to swivel your head. That means you're going to have to, you're going to have to, yeah, work your neck, work your neck. There you go. Look at your neighbor and introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Come on, introduce yourself. Good. Now you know their name. Look right back at them and touch them and say, neighbor, I want to let you know something. You're too close to the finish line to quit now. If there's anybody that knows that you're too close and you don't want to quit, but you're tired, but you need something to push you to the next dimension, you need something to push you to the next level, you need something to give you a fire, I dare about 10 people to just jump up and say, Lord, move in me.
Now, if you haven't caught out, caught, caught this, it, 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 I, 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 I've learned a long time ago, I don't really need, I don't need an organ, I don't need a praise leader, I don't need anybody, because when the Lord shows up for me, and he does it in my, in my bedroom, I don't need nobody to help me dance, I don't need nobody to help me praise, I don't need nobody to help me shout, why? Because when he brings me out, even if I'm in the car, sometimes, have you ever been driving in the car, and something come over, and you just wave your hand, and sometimes you wave both hands. You say, oh, Lord, oh, wait, wait, wait. Right. Now, I was a little apprehensive because um, I've never had to really preach for a, a lot of theologians and had to preach for a lot of professors and a lot of people that, that, that dig into the word on a daily basis. So I said, oh, Lord, you know, how do I want to do this? How do I want to approach this? He said, preach like you preach at home. Amen. So is this, this y'all said I'm home, right? Okay, y'all ain't here. Y'all said I'm at home, right? So I'm going to preach like I preach at home. And I want to let you know when we look at this, Paul, if, if I can use my sanctified imagination, I believe Paul was at home on, on Sundays watching football. He liked sports. He liked, he would always talk about races. He would always talk about race. We're running this race. We're, we're, we're finishing this race. We're on our course. We got to slay off every side, weight and sin that so easily besets us. He always talks about the race. And so when I look at this, he's saying, brethren, I don't count myself to have apprehended. Watch this. He's saying, if anybody could gloat, I can gloat. I mean, come on, I came through the right lineage, I came through the right line, I'm a lawyer, I understand the word, I know every precept, I know every participle, I know the word. Matter of fact, my word was so good, I went persecuting the Christians and put them in jail. And now, I'm on the other side. Matter of fact, while he's in jail, he's writing this. And he says... Brethren, sister and two, I, Wayne, I don't count myself to have reached it yet. But this one thing I do, I, I get tired. I'm in jail right now. I'm weary, but I'm running this race. And every step gets me closer to the finish line. We've got, I calculated before we got, we've got about eight weeks when we get back. We've got about eight weeks when we get back. And some of you, come. can, can I tell the truth? I, 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 I was praying last night, and God said there is about 20 people. He tell, This is how he speaks to me. This is how he speaks to me. He said there's about 20 people in here. You're contemplating going home and not coming back. Not because you don't have the money. Not because you don't have the, 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 everything provided for you. You're doing, you're, you're so tired, you can't even explain it. It feels like the devil's weight is upon you. And every time you come to chapel, you can't hardly even lift your hands because everybody, if everybody knew. Okay, no, I don't want to look at nobody. Just let me look up. If everybody really knew my story. So I, I couldn't come up here and just do a sound and a dance and do, do the same thing that we normally do. And I'm not saying everything else is good, but I had to just be me. I got to keep it 100. Can I just keep it real? Can I? We have got to understand that when we run this race, we cannot be focused on anybody else. 
I've got to be focused, so individually focused on my lane. I've got to be so focused. Anybody ever ran track? Let me see any track runners in the house, any track runners in the house. Hands down, has anybody ever seen anybody run track? Let me see your hands. Can you put my picture up there? Can you put my picture up there? I want us to analyze this picture. I want you to analyze this picture. I w- w- someone shout, run the race. I see y'all, y'all back to being in the classroom again. I want y'all to act like y'all listen to the professor. Someone shout, run the race. Listen. If we were looking at the feet, if we were looking at the feet, if we're looking at the feet, who looks like they're running the race, winning the race? We're lane four, we got lane five, and we got lane seven. When we look at the feet, if we look at the feet, if we look at the feet, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? In the balcony, what are we looking at? On this side, what are we looking at? If we look at the feet, who's winning? Who? Who? Four. Four. Somebody said five. You just cannot see. You just can't. Somebody get their glasses checked. Get their glasses checked. If we look at, if we look at the feet, lane four looks like they're winning, huh? I mean... She's getting ready to cross the line. Lane. Matter of fact, in her running, she looks like she's almost letting up, right? She's saying, oh, I got this. I'm getting ready to cross, right? Okay? That, and, 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 and her name, her name, let me, let me get this. Let me get my little notes here. Her name is Allison Felix from the United States of America. World champion. This is the 2016 Olympics. But in lane seven, this woman looks like she about to scrub. Uh, if we really look at it, she looked like she about to bust all her chops, right? She, she about to lay out. She, she must got slain in the spirit. She done just got lay. Just, she got the Pentecost, right, while she was running. Whoa! Hallelujah, right? Right? But watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Here, if you're taking notes, here is the first thing you need to know. Learn the rules of the game. The rules state that the first one to cross the finish line with any portion of their torso wins the race. Okay, okay, let me say that again. 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 The rules, let me say it, let me say it nicely because I'm, I'm hollering at you guys. The rules say that the first one to cross, Eric, to cross the finish line, Genesis, the first one to cross the finish line, Hector, with the first part of their torso wins the race. Okay, okay, okay. Now, now we've got new information, right? Do we have new information? So when we look back at this picture now with this new information, who's winning now? Who keeps saying five? Whoever keeps saying five, just we we need to get there. They may need to have this picture done in Braille, right? Just so she can feel it, right? She can feel it. All right. It's between, let me just give you a heads up. It's between lane four and lane seven. Lane five ain't nowhere in the race, all right? 
Now, if we were looking again at the feet, the first person looks like they're getting across is Alyssa, what is her name? Allison Felix from the United States. She's the champion. She knows how to win races. She's getting ready to cross with her feet. But here comes this girl from the Bahamas. Lane seven. She running to the point where, oh, okay, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot to, to give you some, some real pertinent information. Uh, last year, Jeff, uh, both Jeffs, uh, 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 Steve, uh, all of the, all, all year God had me preaching this sermon series called Stretch. Someone shout stretch. Thank you. And so the Lord promised me, he said, he said, as I prepared to go into the year, he said, I'm going to stretch you this year. And I said, well, God, um, the year before that, I was saying we're going to reach. So I'm thinking reach is the same thing as stretch. And he said, no, reaching is when you go connect with someone. When I reach up, I reach to God. When I reach in, I connect with myself. When I reach out, I connect with others. He said, but there's another reach that's going to require more of you. That reach is when you reach forward. Matter of fact, let me just have everyone stand. You know, balcony, y'all can do what y'all want to do, you know. All right. So now this is what I want you all to do. I want you to reach up. Some of y'all ain't stretched all morning, right? Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Shh. When you're reaching up, you're connecting with God. Who you're connecting with? Who are you connecting with? When I reach up, I'm connecting with God. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. Shh. This is the time when you say, God, I love you. I need you. I desire nothing but you. This is when everybody around you has no effect on you. Every morning you rise, before you get out of bed, you should reach up and say, Lord, thank you for one more day. Lord, thank you that when I lied down last night, it was not my deathbed. I woke up and I, I might not be all the way sane, but I got a reasonable portion of my mind, right? So for the next 10 seconds, I want you to just speak well of the Lord. Just tell him how much you love you. Love him. Open your mouth all over the building. Come on. Next 10 seconds. Go. One, two, three. Go, 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 go. We're connecting God. We're reaching up. We're reaching up. Three, two, one. Hands down. Hands down. Standing up. Standing up. And the second one was reaching in. Reach in. I want you to grab your heart. Just grab your heart. Like you're saying the Pledge of Allegiance. But this time, I want you to understand, and this is really important, everything that God told you in his time of connecting with him, this is when you deposit it in your heart. It's no good for you to hear the word and not believe the word. By his stripes, I am healed. I am forgiven. There is no, now no condemnation. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. See, some of y'all, y'all can't even say amen right now because it's hard for you to believe. Do you really believe what God says about you? When I was, uh, uh, when I was younger, when I, my dad used to pastor in St. Paul, and I remember there was a time that I had to play the piano with earplugs because they said if I played the organ too loud, I could go deaf because I had an inner ear problem. And so I kept hearing that, and I played for, for like a month. I'm, can you imagine playing acoustic piano with earplugs in? I can't hear the piano without the earplugs. And so I had to, I kept hearing, and then one day I heard in my inner ear, you are healed. 
in the middle of service, I took the earplugs out, I walked over to the organ, and I just began to play it as loud as I could. And guess what? I was 13 then, and I've never stopped playing. And I still can hear. I believed what God said, but I believed it for myself. Somebody just lay your hands on your heart and say, I believe what God says about me. Now I want you to reach out. I want you to touch your neighbor. Touch your neighbor on both sides. Touch your neighbor on both sides. This is when we deposit into other people. Listen, let me tell you, one thing that keeps me in understanding why I am here is because God has put people that connects with me. Every morning I walk down the hall, I see Jeff, I see, I see Larry, I see, I see Vinny, I see Miss Joanne, I see Miss Rebecca, I see uh, Rob, I see everyone that comes in. Then all my students come in, I say, I have a family that loves me, that cares for me, that speaks well. When I walk through the hallway and they say, hey, Uncle L, I say, what's going on, Nisi? What's going on, nephew? Why? Because I have a family that reaches out to me. And when the Bible says, when you have a brother or sister that's taken in the fall, don't Kick them while they're down. Pray for them and restore them. Touch your neighbor and look at them in the eye and just say, I feel you. Look right back at them and say, I'm there for you. Can we just keep it 100? Just look right back at them and say, I got you. All right, all right, all right. Now watch this, watch this. Okay, let's rehearse, let's rehearse. This is what we call an intensive. I'm taking one year's worth of, of learning and putting it into 10 minutes, all right? So let's, look, re let's reach up. When we reach up, who are we touching? We're connecting with who? Reach in. When we reach in, who are we connecting with? Who? Say, I'm connecting with me. When we reach out, who are we connecting with? With others, some, some might say with each other. Now, did that require a lot of effort? I mean, yeah, some of y'all are like, yeah, you know, I had to stand up. Usually I'd be sitting down, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Here's the next one. Reach, reach forward. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want you, if you're in, in the row, I want you to reach forward to not the row before you, but the row two rows before you. Okay? Ah, some of y'all said, whoa. Ready? At the count of three, y'all reach. Ready? Go. Some of y'all fail, huh? Okay, stop, 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 stop. It required some effort, didn't it? God said when you reach forward, going after the prize set ahead of you, that means that you're stretching. It's going beyond your own limitations to understand that only God can allow you to make it to the... Okay, I ain't got nobody in here. Only God can allow you to make it to the next level. Only God can allow you to make it to the next dimension. Only God... I dare somebody to stretch... Y'all can sit down now if you want to. This is what she understood. Lane seven. She was running this race, and I'm almost done. She was running the race, and she was getting ready to lose. By all accounts, it looks like she lost. But she knew the rules of the game. Let me translate. You need to understand. Can I tell you how to, how to operate as a student? 
You should know your syllabus, professors, close your ears. You should know your syllabus so well. Hear me? You should know your syllabus so well that when you come into a crunch and you can't get everything done at the same time, you will know which one requires more of you and then which one takes a little less time. Y'all don't like me right here. Y'all not saying nothing to me. You should know if I have 100 points work over, work over here that requires three hours worth of work and I have a 10-point assignment over here that requires, and that's not going to really make that much of a difference, that requires the same amount of time, which one are you going to do? The 100 points. I'm trying to help somebody. Know the rules of the game. Now, some of my professors are looking at me with the nasty eye, but I want to get you all to be successful because at the end of the day, all the points got to add up. Now, see, I would be a, I'm the different type of professor. I, I'm the one that goes through and takes every principle and breaks it down and puts it down into hood English. That's why I had people passing theory because I went through and I was talking about altered chords and figure out how to do ninths and elevenths and flat fives and all these kind of different things. And I would say, okay, this is how we do it. I just took it and said, all right, let's act like we're in church. Okay. And then I say, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, now that's what you just played. Ah! Sometimes we got to reverse engineer. So you got to know the rules of the game. So when it's time for you to stretch, you can win the race. Someone shout stretch. We are on the journey to pursue to win. Lane seven, if she wanted to and got tired, she could have quit running. Because by feet, if you look at now, let's bring lane five in. Somebody want to talk about lane five. By feet, let's look at the feet. Lane five looked like she might have beat lane seven by the feet. Because she could have gained ground on her. She was in full, see, I'm trying to help somebody. She's in full stride. But because Lane 7 understood, she threw herself. Okay, let me try to come to this generation. Anybody seen The Incredibles? Yeah! Elastigirl! I saw, I was on a plane the other day and I saw Incredibles 2 and I was, I hadn't seen it, right? And so, uh, Neff, I, I looked at it and she says, and, and the girl, she would sit up there and then, you know, she went and she would go like this. Right, she kept doing it and then she, when she would grab hold, she would go. Then she grab hold. Right? When she grabbed hold, she, hold that for me. She finally got her prize. And her joy came back, even though it was aggravating, stretching herself. Sometimes when we have to go through the aggravation of the stretch in order to have the satisfaction of reaching the goal. 
I was preaching this sermon series last year, and I got the call from Scott, President Hagen. And God had revealed to me, your next year is going to be the year of the stretch. And I said, all right, God, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, stretch reaches the same. He said, no, no, no. A stretch is going to require to you to have to move outside of your comfort zone. I said, okay, God. And I got the call, and the call was, can you put those other pictures up now the, the, of my church and, and my family back home, all that kind of stuff? Okay, so now this is our church. That's one, that's one of our buildings. That's the newest building. We got another building back there. We got all this parking lot. This is the whole campus. I've been pastoring there for 19 years. Here's my family. This is, this is us in our goofy pose, right? It's my big brother. That's my sister. That's me and my wife. We were a happy family. And I get this call. Hey, you want to come to North Central? I say, you mean North Central, the one in the cold? It says, yeah. I'm over time. Give me half a second. And then I said, all right. Let me pray about it. Scott, the first thing he says is, he, he picks up the phone and he says, listen, it's okay to say no. We will still be friends. I said, well, what is it? He said, well, they want to offer you this position, this, that, and the other, whoop de yada. I said, hmm, let me pray about it. I called my wife. I called my brother. And he said, do you feel God moving to you to go? I said, when I was there, I felt something. In the worship, on the campus, I could sense God. I said, and I feel like God wants me there for a reason. So I said, okay, I'm going to fly back and forth. I'm going to work it. I had worked it all out. And then right before we moved, I kept saying, now nah, I want to go. I'm going to tell you the God honest truth. I'm like, I love the people. I love everything. But I'm cool in my comfort zone. I got a house on two acres. I got all of this happening. I got this wonderful school. I got this all wonderful church. I'm already teaching. I'm good. And then God shut me down. Put my, put my, put my running picture back up there, please. Now, y'all working so good. Can we give Chris and all his staff a hand? And Steve, this is what happened to me. He says, he says, how dare you tell the people of God to stretch and you won't stretch yourself? So I said, okay, God, yes. Ended up having to give up our house. Had to go back and figure out what we were going to move. What, had a house full of stuff, couldn't bring everything. Didn't have a place to stay here. And then I had to, a conference, that youth conference was the week before I left. So I literally did the conference, had my birthday party, had a preaching thing, and then jumped in the car and drove here. And when I got here, I got here at 3 o'clock in the morning and had a meeting at 8. And I said, Lord, what in the world is going on? And he said, do lane number seven and shut up. In my ending, watch this. What we did felt so hard. But Rob, after I got here, 
After I got to the prize, someone just shout hallelujah. God began to open up doors that no man could shut. Got here on a Monday, moved in on a Tuesday, got an upgrade. Someone say upgrade, upgrade. Supposed to be on the lower floor. We got on the penthouse floor. I said, how in the world? I don't know. I told people, I said, I don't know. This is God. When you stretch, God will always, the Bible says, I am a reward of those that diligently Seek me. Yeah, I got a couple Bible readers. Everyone standing, everyone standing. This is where we usually have everyone come to the altar. We pray. But this is what I want to do. From where you are, if you need faith to keep stretching, I want you to reach your hand to the Lord right now. And I just want to pray that God would supply you with everything that you need to stretch and win the race. It might look controversial. It might not look wonderful. You might be stretched out of sorts, but I'm believing that when you get to the end, the prize will be worth it. You're too close to quit now. Father God, move like you've never moved before. Touch this student body. Touch every professor. Touch the staff. Touch every. Lord, when people walk past this campus, let miracles happen in their car. Father God, move like you've never. Father God, there's someone who stands in need of a miracle, and I pray before they leave this weekend, you would meet them at their point of need. Simply because they stretched. Do an unorthodox thing. We are your people. We are the sheep of your pastures. So we come entering into the gates with thanksgiving. And entering into the courts with praise. We're thankful and we're saying, Lord, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. Touch now. And Lord, we are going to give you all of the glory. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Put those hands together and tell the Lord, thank you. God bless you. You are dismissed. <laughs>